perfect to me is kind of a cabinet of curiosities of all the folklore and ghost stories and, and strange interesting places to visit in Norfolk. Weird Norfolk to me is like an encyclopedia of oddity. Ghosts, UFOs, hauntings, amazing stones, folklore, magical stories. My name's Shifra Connor, I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. And I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. Welcome to Weird Norfolk. Today we're going to be talking about Sister Barbara of Marham. So this is our first, yeah, <laughs> this is our first uh, lockdown recording. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird. So uh, yeah, so Shifra's at her house and I'm at my house and we're gazing at each other across the screen. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely not the same. No. No, but, um, it's, it's weird even for Weird Norfolk. Yeah, but we, so the last three episodes that we shared, we'd actually recorded just before lockdown um, at the Assembly House, so that was fine. So we had a little bit of a stock, but um, obviously now we've run out, so we thought we'd give Zoom a go. Um, hopefully we won't get hacked. Yes. I hope not, <laughs> although they'd be, they'd be quite weirded out, I should imagine, if yeah. they hacked wouldn't they? <laughs> So what's today's tale? Yeah, so today uh, we're talking about Sister Barbara. Um, I keep wanting to call her Saint Barbara, but I'm no. like, she's definitely, definitely not a saint. She really isn't. <laughs> she no. wouldn't have she's been a saint. Um, so uh, this is Stacia's beautiful intro that I haven't cropped this time. Oh, good. <laughs> they seemed like Sisters of Mercy, but the nuns of Marham were anything but... This is the ghostly tale of Sister Barbara, whose spirit is seen gliding on a West Norfolk hill. Nuns are renowned for offering those in need sanctuary, but at Marham, it was often the nuns themselves who, whose greed led to people needing to seek their help. Such were the wicked commands of the abbess at Marham, Sister Barbara, that she paid for them with her life, leaving her restless spirit staking out the vinegar hill. Blimey. Yeah. So she is, by any means that you can imagine, a pretty bad nun. So, yeah, so this is this is the Cistercian, which always makes me want to say Nasturtium. I don't know what that word means. Nasturtium or Cistercian. I know what Nasturtium means. Cistercian. So it's a particular order. So okay. she, was, um, she was a nun or an abbess at this uh, nunnery in West Norfolk and I believe that the nuns can be seen on Marham's village sign can't yes they? well only one which we assume is Sister Barbara Not because Sister she's Barbara. yeah she's kind of um see-through so when nuns <laughs> when nuns uh, receive their calling part of the deal is that they give up all their worldly possessions to God in the sure knowledge that he will provide for their needs and love everybody equally um Sister Barbara wasn't entirely down with that, was she? No, she didn't she like that idea. <laughs> I mean, presumably she was happy to give up her worldly possessions as long as she could take other people's. Yeah. Uh, so she she had quite a cunning plan, which was the way that she funded an increasingly lavish lifestyle. As I say, it's a pretty good plan. It's a, To be fair, <laughs> it's one that we should possibly consider. It, it she was a good plan. Would, 
it was a great plan. She played, she paid men of ill repute to stop Rob and leave wounded any rich merchants who passed close to the Abbey on the muddy track, which was close to the Abbey um, at Marham, which was called Vinegar Hill. And it was a kind of great place for a, 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 a such a staging, wasn't it? Why was yeah, it it's quite remote to, for starters. It's kind of just on the outskirts of the village. And I think it was on a route, was it on a route from like Walsingham to King's Lynn or something? Walsingham to Lynn, yes. Okay, yeah. And we've got a picture of it and it looks like the kind of picture I used to take on an Instamax camera. <laughs> and then you'd be really excited that you'd take something really arty and it was just a really hideous, muddy track. And it's it's not the most beautiful picture of, of Norfolk. Can I tell Denise you said that? Well, no, she's captured its dampness, <laughs> which is what we wanted. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a fairly nondescript track, yeah. isn't it? Really? The, the, yeah. the, near, near, the, near where the nuns were. And so they would arrange these attacks on the rich and who would, uh, and those men who, who they paid would then steal their goods. And then what would happen? Then miraculously, some nuns would appear at the side of the wounded merchant and wow. uh, take, them back, take them back to the, uh, to the abbey. Um, it is an abbey, isn't it? Was it an abbey? Yeah. Nunnery? Nunnery? Abbey, nunnery. Abbey. Nun house. Yeah, I don't actually know. Would it be a convent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nun house. Bloody hell. <laughs> nun house. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were taking them back to the convent. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where the, the nuns would nurse them back to health and yeah. uh, the the merchant and their families were basically so thrilled and, and pleased that the, the nuns had come to the rescue, they would give them loads of money. Mm, um, so basically, well. everybody benefited, apart from mm. the merchants. But when, I was the, doing, when I was doing this research and I saw the word Sister of Mercy, I suddenly realised that I was thinking, gosh, I, I saw the Sister of Mercy play somewhere, a gig. Not these ones, obviously, the band. And um, then I remembered it was at Nottingham Rock House. And then I had a completely false memory where I had a conversation with my friend about the time we saw them in Norwich. It was only later I looked back and saw that I would have been 10. So I oh. quickly didn't go and none of that happened. <laughs> so that shows you how great my memory is that I'm now uh, I'm now attending gigs. That you never uh, went to. Never went to, no. Maybe you'd um, written about it. It was fabulous. Really good <laughs> we even talked about how we walked up the hill at UEA afterwards. I was, then I looked at it and I didn't dare tell her that we hadn't been. <laughs> so there you go. That's my oh. Sisters of Mercy uh, uh, story. <laughs> yes, so they would steal the money um, both from, I think they got a cut, they gave a cut to the men of ill repute mm -hmm. and then they also took cash from the families. Mm. Um, so would the men of ill repute, Ill repute get the spoils from the merchant as well or did they split that with the sisters do you think i reckon the sisters took all that bit themselves i reckon mm. that they got the lion's share of the initial you know and Robbery. then afterwards um the sisters of mercy would take the the lovely gifts that were given afterwards but obviously with all these kind of attacks going on um people started to get winded the monks mm. at pentney abbey 
Um, you can imagine it's a little bit like a, I always think, kind of a Norwich City Ipswich rivalry, mm. probably, isn't there? Like, yeah, I imagine the monks were probably on? a bit gutted that they hadn't thought of this themselves. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what on earth is going on at Marham? You know, they yeah. keep hitting all these trinkets and geegles. And <laughs> geegles. <what's wrong? laughs> geegles. And now I've learned that word. It's uh, going to come into everything we do. I've heard that word before. I just wrote a story and uh, in Shifra's notes it said geegles and she put, I have no idea what these are. And I kind of had a slight memory and I thought they were like, I don't know, baubles. And apparently it's just trinkets. Oh, trinkets. trinkets things of no use, but things that people like. I've got lots and of geegles. I know, I said, we've, our houses are full of geegles. It's geegles central. But yeah, so the, 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 um, the monks get wind of what's going on. And um, one catches Sister Babs in the act. And swift action was recorded. So there was a summary hearing, apparently. Um, and she was told her fate, which was, to be fair, pretty grim. Um, apparently, she was bricked up alive behind a wall at Marham Abbey. I got pretty dark pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it did get pretty How do you solve a problem like Sister Barbara? Rip alive at all. <laughs> Didn't happen in The Sound of Music, did it? And she, I think she broke her uh, chastity. Uh, yeah, I think she did, didn't she? Didn't she? And I didn't see her bricked up in that chateau. No. It had happened. But yes, <laughs> um, which is, um, I'm, it's immurement. Did you look up immurement? No. No, I so... The act of being bricked up, the technical term, if you ever record, if you ever, this comes up in a pub quiz. What's the technical term for bricking up a nun? Immurement. And and it, it was quite common, apparently, with Roman Vestal virgins who, if they were entombed, if they broke their vow of chastity. Mm. Um, and it was being this form of punishment, particularly um, prevalent with those of the Catholic faith a long time ago, not now, um, a long time ago who, who kind of broke their rules of chastity or, or if they were heretical, um, and also was still being used as a punishment of Persian robbers up to the 20th century. Oh, really? Hmm, yeah. Gosh. And there was another one I found somewhere which was even more recent than that. Um, Henry Ryder Haggard, the, the Norfolk Victorian novelist, spoke about seeing the remains of a walled-up nun and her child in a Mexico City museum. Oh. Um, so what would happen was she'd be punished, she'd be told she'd be punished, she'd be, a niche would be carved into a wall of a convent to receive the sinful nun. She'd receive from food and water and then her grave, marked with the words, Vade in Parse, was sealed up. And yeah, so it basically means that they live for a while and then God decides whether they live or die. And obviously, if you've been bricked up in a wall. Hmm. Isn't unlikely. there speculation that that's what's happened? That's what happened to the white lady or the grey lady of Tombland, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. It, like that she was kind of going between tunnels and she had a child and, and her punishment was to be bricked up. Um, it's, it's quite it's it's a kind of it's a victorian trope isn't it that mm. it's quite a fact it was quite a fashionable thing i was noticed i saw that walter scott wrote a poem about um a nun being bricked up edgar Allan poe wrote a story called the black cat which was about 
the narrator's cat being walled up by mistake. So mm. some workers going on in his house, his cat's, his cat's walled up. They hear the cry of the cat. Somebody rushes to kind of break the wall and get the cat out, at which point they find um, the narrator's wife who had <gasps> murdered and buried their good old Edgar Allan. Bedtime stories for grown-ups. Um, so it's, it's yeah, oh, here we go. Here's the, mo- the most recent case that I found was a Moroccan serial killer in 1906 who'd killed 36 women and buried them under his cobbler's shop, was walled up alive and could be heard screaming for two days. Mm. Mm. Where did they wall him up? Um, at his, at his where house. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. So with the with the victims, I think he was walled mm. up there, and it took him two days to die. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, it's a pretty rank way to go. Yeah, it? it is really awful. And mm. I know she she didn't actually kill anyone. So I don't know whether... Are you, are you standing up for Sister Barbara? Well, no, I'm just saying it might have been slightly harsh punishment. I'm sure people have done a lot worse. Yes, I'm sure. How would you have solved a problem like Sister Barbara? Um, I probably just would have told her she couldn't be a nun anymore. Mm. I don't think she'd have cared. No. <laughs> so, she'd probably just really like kick her out. Gone off and done anything. Yeah. You? Did you look into what Barbara means? No. <laughs> <laughs> What does Barbara mean? I don't, I don't know how this. I, I don't know how I got to this, but Barbara is from the Greek barbaros, and it means stranger, foreigner, or traveller from a foreign land. Oh, that's interesting. And in Catholic custom, you mentioned this earlier. Saint Barbara is the protector. <laughs> <laughs> Protectress oh. against fire and lightning. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't so think Sister Bar. I didn't think Barbara sounded like a very nunnish name. I think it is, mm. but it's kind of lost. I kind of think of Stranger Things when I think of Barbara now, mm. or yeah. Hanna Barbera, which has nothing to do with it really. But I really, I like Hanna Barbera. So, do you think um, the kind of isolation element? Because it doesn't sound like there was a lot of nuns at this. No, nun I don't house. think. I don't think there <laughs> were many nuns at the nun house. And uh, I mean, I suppose the unusual thing about this is it was, it's not her being caught at it with a monk. No, no, it's not. It actually doesn't involve any sex at all, which is unusual. No sex in it. It's a good job we didn't say that at the beginning, because I reckon people might have hoped the nuns would be, you know, kind of dropping their habits. But um, this one is 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 quite a businesswoman, really, isn't she? So after she, um, just getting back to the actual ghost story element, of oh, this. Yeah, um, <laughs> see what I did there? Smoothed us back yeah. into it. You're so smooth. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So shortly, <laughs> shortly after she was bricked up in the wall, um, yeah. something strange was seen gliding silently near Vinegar Hill. Um, and the spectral figure of a nun was seen patrolling the road, waiting for rich travellers, according to the Martian Parish Council. Yeah, between Swarthman and Lynn, I'd probably have stood somewhere else, wouldn't you, if you were waiting <laughs> for rich travellers on that muddy piece of uh, ground? But to be fair, but like, back when it was, that yeah. probably and was, like, a main... And probably route. now, to be fair, you'd probably be waiting for a four-by-four when mm. things come past. Yeah, um, it says yeah, she's most uh, likely to be seen on a moonlit November night, which obviously then gives us a bit of an indication as to when 
she actually died. Um, mm -hmm. There doesn't seem to be any recent sightings of her. I don't know. No. It says on here on the on the website. It said, um, "If you think I'm telling lies, a person in our village who not many years ago was saying goodnight to her boyfriend near a house built on this path." when a bright figure of a nun came gliding across the lawn towards them. Standing very still, too scared to move, they watched this glowing figure disappear through the wall of the garage. They didn't stop to see if it came out the other side. Would you? Yeah. And so would you. Yeah, we would. We'd be there. <laughs> We'd be there going, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm surprised. Well, I suppose she haunts the place where, I mean, she didn't do any of the... No, and she didn't die there, but I suppose maybe is she felt any, quite passionate about... Is the nun house still there or not? Yeah, so there is actually, it's on private land. Oh but, yeah, it's like a wall, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like opposite the church, there's a big field, and then you can just see the wall in the field. Can so you imagine having that in your garden? Amazing. Oh, yeah, it would be amazing. Oh, so Sorry, cool. I want to cough now, but it's not because of anything other than I've got a bit of a dry throat. Okay. <laughs> It's not COVID throat, is it? No, it's just that I've it. been I'm talking too much. It's all fine. It's okay. We're all right. We're more than two. We're way more than two yes, meters. we're fine. Away, aren't we? We're um, absolutely fine. One of the things that um, I liked about this story is that it obviously is based on a true story. And mm. this record of what she did is actually, you know, in, in kind of like the Abbey records of her like trial. Um, yeah. The official documents from 1536 alleged that Abbess Barbara and four of her nuns admitted to grave incontinency. Incontinency? I've, I've written. I've written grave incontinency. Lol. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> I Abbey... kind of thought it sounded like explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, it does. Doesn't it? <laughs> the Abbey was reported to be in sore decay. And there were goods in the house which could not be accounted for, plus 12 other people living there in a house which is meant for 15 nuns. Three of them um, were servants and one of them was a man. <gasps> what was he doing there? Mm -hmm. Maybe there was sex involved. I think there was sex involved. Phew. Whatever went on at Marham Abbey in the years immediately before it ceased being used as a convent... Something untoward was definitely afoot. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, for a start, they're running some kind of knocking shop as yeah. well as... Um, I like the fact there were goods in the house that could not be accounted for. I wonder what, I wonder what they got. Yeah, oh, it would be really good to know what they got. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the story must be quite well known in the village itself because else they wouldn't have put it on the sign. I do love that, don't you? I love it. When you ask stories, I mean, I know it's not our stories on their sign, although I like to think that it is. Mm. But it is nice when a village sign shows its weirdness, isn't it? Yeah. It's but also, I, mean, I quite liked that when you say Marham, especially like around here, people automatically think of the RAF base. And so yeah. I was quite happy when I found, I thought it, when I first stumbled across this story, I thought it was going to be relating to the air base. And uh, when I realised it wasn't, it was actually like, I don't know. It made me more interested in Marham. Yeah, it's got a bit of depth. <laughs> not just it's not just an airbase. A gliding nun, not a gliding plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the 
it's a classic, isn't it? Because I mean, I think nuns as ghosts are are, are one of the more common. Definitely, they? definitely. And, and there's something so unbelievably otherworldly about nuns. Full stop. And I've done lots and lots of stories about nuns. I think the, the most recent one I did was the ones the the the, the order in Swaffham. Um, and they let TV cameras in, and they oh, let twentieth twenty first century girls who live these Instagram lives move in with them, and you know they. I think the point was to show that these nuns were actually completely normal, and while they are completely normal, their lives are completely not normal. Mm-hmm. And however much you know, it's like oh, they're just like you and I. They're really not like you and I. You know, they are incredibly dedicated and. Uh, you know, de- and, and and single track minded, and you don't see that in life normally, do you? And no. I think people's fascination with that very different lifestyle and that very different way of 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 life is kind of you almost feel that they would be more likely to come back in in the afterlife, yeah. regardless was, of whether they were good or bad. Yeah, I was having a bit of a think as well about why kind of monks and nuns ghosts uh, you know are so pop or, or so often seen mm. and one of my thoughts was obviously they're in we talk a lot about like energy and you know if people are really passionate and feel really strongly about a certain place then they might their energy might transfer but so obviously these people are really passionate about their religion and and they've had like I guess kind of like spiritual awakenings in these places so it seems kind of logical that their spirits would you know stay connected there somehow whether it's just like kind of recorded energy or absorbed energy that's just replaying over and over again or Mm. whether it's actual kind of individual spirits and and to be fair if you see a nun gliding along in Walsingham it's quite spooky isn't it and and Mm. that's one who's alive Uh, so I think I don't know yeah I just think they're they pop up all the time, don't they? Mm-hmm. Although not, I, I did look up whether or not there's monk nun-headed dogs, because of course we've got a monk-headed dog. Is there? Oh, there, did you find any? I didn't find a nun-headed dog? Oh, no. that's disappointing. What would be more frightening, <laughs> a monk-headed dog or a nun-headed dog? Oh, nun-headed dog. Maybe a nun-headed dog, because just because they're rarer. You'd be like, oh, what? hang on. What? How would you I know it was heard. a nun-headed dog? I suppose it would have that. It would be wearing um, a habit. A habit, yeah. So maybe it wouldn't be as scary. No. You could just no. like throw the habit over its eyes and it wouldn't be able I was going to say when it was running after you, the habit might like flap in its face and then it wouldn't be able to get you to you anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth bearing in mind that if you have to choose a nun, nun-headed <laughs> dog or a monk-headed dog, we would suggest the nun. Yeah, hope for the nun. Yeah. Well, I think this is a nice classic, isn't it? I think if you were writing a ghost story, then this... is perfect, up, isn't it? It's got the lot, hasn't it? It yeah. really has. I um, could actually um, see it as a film. Yeah, you could. It is, yeah, it's like a kind of um, a highwayman of a, with a mm. dress on. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, this has been more of a catch-up than a podcast. It has. There's about an hour beforehand of us just kind of yapping on, isn't there? giving our thoughts but I'm, put, I'm watching the clock because it's our one of my friend's 50th birthdays today and so we're going to go yeah. wish him happy birthday and lockdown is not the time to uh to not be there no no but it's lovely so, to see you and, and yeah. Uh, yeah and hopefully we can lockdown podcast again
Weird Norfolk is brought to you by Archant Podcasts. For all advertising and sponsorship inquiries, contact matt.withers at archant.co.uk. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.